You are listening to You Were Made For This, the podcast to help transform your relationships into the best they can be. Welcome to You Were Made For This. If you find yourself wanting more from your relationships, you've come to the right place. Here you'll discover practical principles you can use to experience the life-giving relationships you were made for. And now here's your host, John Sertalic. Hey, thank you, Carol. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 123. Ask thoughtful questions and see what happens. In last week's episode, number 122, the questions we ask and fail to ask, I suggested that to deepen our relationships with people, try asking the two questions asked of me recently. Namely, what are you looking forward to? And then, What are you dreading? Since I suggested that you give this a try, I thought I should do the same thing. I was curious to see how this would work. Plus, I wanted to brush up on my listening skills. Like any skill, good listening takes practice, and I need all the practice I can get. So, in today's episode, you'll hear phone calls I made to several people asking them the two questions I mentioned. At the end of each call, I comment on how the call went and what I learned from it. Keep listening to see how this could work for you in moving you from the shallow end of your relational swimming pool to the deep end where all the good stuff happens. My first call is to Maureen, who was my guest on episode 66. That one was entitled, A Solution Better Than Suicide. And then again, she was on episode 67, Self-Monitoring How We Listen. Those two episodes were some of my favorites, as Maureen talked quite openly about her struggle with depression to the point she seriously considered taking her own life several years ago. She's in a much better place now. These two episodes are two of my favorites because they speak to the power of caring relationships to help us through dark days. They're very encouraging, and you'll find links to them at the bottom of the show notes. Fast forward to a few weeks ago when I called Maureen. Oh, and by the way, I did not give her or any of the other guests I called a heads up that I would be contacting them. So my calls came completely out of the blue for all of them. So here goes with my call to Maureen. Hello, this is Maureen. Maureen, hi, this is John Sertalic. How are you? Hi, I'm well. How are you? Good, good. Hey, do you do you have uh, about one minute to talk? Absolutely. My children went to school today. Oh, congratulations. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> you sound elated. Uh, I can't imagine. Yeah, it was a long summer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's great. Well, listen, the reason I'm calling is I'm actually recording our call right now, if that's okay with you. Um, sure. I'm, I'm working on a, another episode for the podcast, and I'm contacting some uh, friends and, uh, you know, people on the podcast. Uh, you know, you had uh, a couple of great episodes back, uh, back in uh, May of last year. And I just want to ask you two questions. Uh, the first question is this. What are you looking forward to? And then the second question is, what are you dreading? Wow, those are deep questions. I am looking forward to 
routine of fall with the kids in their activities and in school every day. I'm looking forward to routine, uh-huh. which gives me um, space to do better self-care, I think. So I'm uh-huh. looking forward to that. Uh-huh. And I am uh, I'm dreading. Wow, that's so... That's such a loaded word. I mean, that's such a strong word, dreading. Um, we've already had COVID, so I don't know. <laughs> uh, what am I dreading? Um, well, not, you know, it, it doesn't have to be that 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 uh, that deep of a dreading, but just something that you're you're just not looking forward to it. I um, let's see. I am not looking forward to all the driving that I will be doing Ah, uh (laughs) with kids and activities and it's good for them, but it is a lot of time in the car for me. I see. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I can understand that. Yeah. Cool. Well, that's all I have. Thanks, John. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I hope you have a good day, Maureen. You you sound like you (laughs) enjoy the excitement. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks so much, John. Have a great day. You too. Bye now. Okay. Bye-bye. Well, here are a couple of observations about my my chat with Maureen. You know, I started with the question, do you have a minute to talk? I think it's always good to ask when we call someone uh, to to bring that up. But I've got to say, when <laughs> so many times people have asked me that, and, and occasionally I'll say, no, I'm, it's not really a good time because of whatever. And they'll keep talking anyway. It's kind of amusing, actually. I love the excitement in Maureen's voice. You know, there was a little bit of surprise to to it. But she was so happy for the kids to be in school now. You know, she said it's been a long summer. And to which I responded, you sound elated. And that was not intentional, but I realized I was really acting as a mirror and using that listening principle as a mirror to reflect back to what, uh, what you observe in someone and what they're saying. Her extroversion drew out my introversion. The laughing, the loud voice... It made me laugh, made me louder. <laughs> when I asked her, what are you looking forward to? She mentioned looking forward to routine, which she saw leading to, quote, space for better self-care. And then she said to my questions, wow, those are deep questions. Hmm. And it reminded me of the deep end of the relational swimming pool that these questions can draw us to. When I asked about dreading, she said, oh, that is such a strong word, and we've already had COVID. And I love the, her sense of humor. I mean, if you've had COVID, how bad can it get afterwards? And like everyone else, as you'll see in the next calls, she had to think a little bit longer about this question than the first question about what she was looking forward to. One thing I noticed is that I stumbled trying to... to um, deal with the question dreading, because that was a pretty strong word, as she mentioned. But I couldn't think of a synonym for dreading at the time. You know, apprehensive, anxious about something, or simply not looking forward to, really would have been a lot better. So I think I'm going to go with that uh, in, in the future. What are you not looking forward to? Well, she mentioned that she dreaded all the driving time in the car with the kids, taking them to activities in the fall. And then I said, yeah, I can understand that. That's what uh, she was dreading. So that, that I thought that was a good response. And it reminded me of the book I reviewed in episode 105 just recently. It was entitled, I Hear You. 
And the author's main point in that book is to affirm people and identify with their feelings and experiences, because it goes a long way to deepening relationships. I I must admit, though, I really missed an opportunity to ask a follow-up question. From what you've heard, what follow-up questions would you have asked Maureen? I'll give you a second to think about it. Well, that second's up. (laughs) When, When Maureen said that she looked forward to the routine of fall because it would give her more space for better self care, I could have asked, What would better self care look like for you this fall? I could have asked that. I wish I would have. I kind of missed an opportunity there. But I didn't want to take a lot of time to talk because uh, she was busy and I had other people I wanted to contact. I noticed, though, that when Maureen started talking about dreading all the driving of the kids, I thought in my mind of ways to fix her problem. I could have asked, are there podcasts you could be listening to during your time in the car, such as you were made, well, (laughs) you get the idea. Could your husband Mike do some of the driving? Would your parents or in-laws be willing to help? Thankfully, I didn't ask those questions because they were born out of my knee-jerk reaction to want to fix things. Because I'm a guy, and it's a curse that we carry. Besides, I'm positive Maureen thought of those same solutions herself and probably better ones. I'm, I'm almost certain of that. So I was glad that I didn't say anything. I was glad I put into practice that quote from W.C. Fields a few episodes back, where he said, Never miss a good chance to shut up. (laughs) The second call I made was to Gail Rohde, someone I interviewed in episodes 29 and 30, two years ago actually, back in 2019. These were also two of my favorite shows. They are the stories of Gail's search for her birth mother and eventually finding her and all the relational issues related to an adult adoptee wanting to know more of where they came from. Her story so resonated with me because I was also born to an unwed mother and I searched for my birth father as Gail did for her birth mother. And again, there will be links to these episodes and all the others that I refer to at the end of the show notes. Well, my my call to Gail started off with a technical glitch that really turned out to be a blessing. Listen in. Hey, John Sertalik, it's Mike. How are you? Mike, hi. This is John. How are you? Yeah, you got my name. You got my number uh, here. <laughs> yeah, it registered when you called my phone. So oh, I, like, hey, I John, see. I haven't talked to you for a while. Yeah, yeah. I was actually um, wanting to talk to Gail. Do I do I have your home number? I've dialed two eighty one ten. Is that your cell? Yeah. Number? So we have um, we still maintain a home number, but I forward it to my cell. Oh, so I if see. You want to call her directly? Yeah, I can give you her direct number. So you can just go to her directly on her mobile, which is the right way to get her. Okay. Yeah. The reason I'm calling is um. It's actually for a podcast episode I'm doing, and I'm just calling oh. a, a couple of people that were guests on the podcast before. And mm-hmm. Yep, I remember. Yeah, you know, it goes back to 20, 2019. That was two years ago. I can't believe it's been that long. So, wow. I know. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. And she's, she's now, uh, by the way, she's found her birth father. Oh, she did? Um, 
She did, yes. Yeah. So there's a, there's new features to the story, and it's um, maybe the interesting thing you could talk about too is it's not exactly popular with her birth mom because uh-huh. there was obviously negative stuff. I mean, they had to break, they broke up. Yeah. I mean, she can tell you more about it. Basically, yeah. he thought it was a fling. She thought it was the real thing, and they had a, two different views of the same event. So. Oh, for a while, wow. her mother was quite angry that she found him. Yeah, so you oh. can talk to her about that. That's oh, yeah. interesting. Yeah. Well, I will she's, call- she's, she's really good at managing it. So. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, that, <laughs> yeah. I hope she doesn't get caught in the middle of all that. Sounds like she is, though. Yeah, yeah she's been doing pretty good, though. I think she's, she's managed it pretty well, and mm-hmm. obviously her mom is much more important and more. She's had a deeper relationship, so oh, yeah. I think she's managing it pretty well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but, well, but tricky. Yeah, yeah. How's your new job going? When my call to Gail went to her husband, Mike, by mistake, I learned the surprising news of Gail tracking down her birth father. The last time I talked to her, she was giving up hope on, on ever finding him. And I was excited to learn this because I remember it being really important to Gail when we talked even two years ago. At the end of my call with Mike, I asked him about his new job. I then turned off the recording at this point, and Mike and I got caught up on each other's lives. It was it was an extra blessing to to connect with him because it had been a while. Well, Mike gave me Gail's new cell phone number, which I called, and then asked her the same two questions I asked Maureen. However, oh, I couldn't believe this. I discovered that I had forgotten to press the record button. I can't believe I did that. So I had to call back and ask her again. And here's what she had to say to my two questions. Hi, John. Hi. Hey, I am so sorry. I just realized I forgot to press the record button. (laughs) So tell me me again, what are are you um, looking forward to? Um, I'm looking forward to hopefully meeting my birth dad at some point soon. Yeah. Uh huh. And then, then the other thing was, uh, what are you dreading or not looking forward to? Um, meeting my birth dad soon. Yeah. Yeah. We, <laughs> yeah. The possibility of, um, you know, just putting a strain on the relationship with my birth mom, which is very new and tender. Yeah. Um, so yeah. yeah, trying to trying to walk that very carefully. Sure. Yeah. Well, we'll certainly talk more about that later uh, when I get a little bit of time. And when you get some time, it would make a, mm-hmm. a great follow-up episode to the ones we did a couple of years ago. So, Yeah, that would be amazing. Yeah. Well, thanks again, and uh, apologize for the inconvenience. Uh, but I know you'd understand. So, I understand. That's <laughs> okay. awesome. <laughs> thanks. Okay. Take care, Gail. Take care, John. Mm-hmm. Bye, bye now. Bye-bye. Well, I learned a few things from this interaction with Gail. First off, it's great having people in your life you can admit your mistakes to, knowing that it's not going to change how they feel about you and the klutzy things I did in trying to record the phone call with her. I also learned that there are times when our greatest blessings can also be our greatest challenges, as Gail mentioned in Finding Her Birth Father. Now, because I had limited time that I could talk with Gail, I didn't ask any follow-up questions. And boy, I have a lot of them. Which reminded me that if you are rushed for time, as I was, it's better not to engage with additional questions. 
because if you do, you can easily come across as someone who doesn't care and who just wants to cross something off their to-do list. I learned it's better to hold off further engagement until you do have time, as I did when I told Gail I really would like to do another episode with her. Save your questions for another time, I learned, because timing is everything. My interaction with Gail also demonstrates that aura principle of deepening relationships that we've been talking about. You remember aura, don't you? Observe, remember, act. It started with observing in its listening form to that which her husband Mike said about Gail finding her birth father. There's also a heavy dose of remembering that's quite apparent here. Remembering what Gail shared several years ago in the episode about searching for her birth mother. And then acting, acting. Talking to Gail about doing another episode about the process she used to find her birth father. Well, moving on to the third call, I decided to call Carol Stewart, my executive director boss. Like Gail, Carol was also the subject of two episodes of You Were Made for This. Episode 100, which was our first triple-digit episode, it's entitled Start Conversations with Remembering, and then followed by episode 101, Life-Giving Relationships. These episodes answer the question listeners had been asking me at that time, namely, who is this Carol that we hear at the beginning of each of your episodes? I explain the long history Janet and I have with Carol and her husband Terry, and it was a heavy dose of the importance of remembering in relationships. And then in episode 101, I share the story of how Carol introduced Janet and me to a personal relationship with with Jesus Christ and how that has changed our entire life. The day I called Carol for this episode, she was working out of her home. Have a listen to what she has to say. Hello? Carol, this is John. Yes. John, <laughs> hi. Hi. Hey, do you do you have uh, a minute or two? Sure. Okay. Sure. Yeah, yeah, I wanted to check in with my boss here. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I'm, okay. I'm actually recording our conversation because I'm um, working on another episode coming up in September, and I'm calling some people that have actually appeared on the on the sh- on the podcast as a guest. And I just want to ask you two questions. Um, okay. The first one is, uh, what are you looking forward to? And then the second question is, what are you dreading or not looking forward to? Okay, in general, what I'm looking forward to? Yeah, in general. It could be anything. Okay. Uh, Spending school days and after school days with my grandkids, I'm looking forward to. Uh Uh-huh. Cool. (laughs) And what I'm not looking forward to? Yeah. Okay. Well, what I'm not looking forward to is being too tired to enjoy it. (laughs) (laughs) Being too tired. Wow. Yeah. Huh. Well, that's interesting. That's interesting. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, is is Terry around by any chance? I want to ask him the same question. No, he isn't. Oh, okay. Well, I've got to run. But anyway. Give your your sweetheart a hug. I'll do the same. You You do that with Terry, too. 
Okay. Oh, okay. okay. All right, John. Yeah, take Good care. Good to talk with you. Likewise. Bye-bye. Bye, Carol. Well, a couple of observations about this call. You know, sometimes thoughtful questions require time to think before answering. Like Carol answering about looking forward to spending school days with her grandkids when she babysits for her daughter, who is a teacher. And uh, the child care she provides for them, as well, as well as watching other grandkids after school while her other daughter is at work. I also learned that this question, what are you not looking forward to? That question can reveal a bit about a person's state of stress and contentment with life at the moment. It took Carol longer to answer this second question than it did the first one, the more positive question. And that tells me something I've known for years, that Carol has a very positive outlook on life. With some other people, though, they'll have a much easier time talking about what they're dreading than what they're looking forward to. (laughs) Not so with Carol. Similar to Gail's answers, the thing Carol was looking forward to also had a negative element to it, namely being too tired to handle the grandkids as much as she would like to be with them. One follow-up question I wish I would have asked is, why do you look forward to babysitting your grandkids? What do you like about it? That would have been an interesting question. At some point, we'll, we'll talk about that. And then after I turned off the record button, Carol and I continued to talk. She and her husband, Terry, and Jen and I have been friends for decades. Well, let's move on to the fourth and final call. And this is also to uh, another previous podcast guest. Anna Barbeau and her sister Abby were featured in a two-part interview way back in episodes 17 and 18. They are sisters living in Chicago, and Hannah is a millennial and Abby is from Generation Z. I interviewed them to talk about their relationship with each other, both growing up as kids and now as young adults. From there, we talked about what it's like for them to relate to older generations roommates, and their relationship with the church, and what young women their age need from their parents now. That was all in episode 17 and 18. Then in episode 19, I shared five ways I was encouraged by my conversation with both of these ladies, who are so different from me. They're from a different generation. I'm a baby boomer. They're in a different stage in life. They're a different gender, different marital status. But I had a great time listening and learning from both of them. But the other day, I just spoke to Hannah on the phone to ask her the same two questions I've asked the other podcast guests. We had played phone tag for a while, but eventually connected with each other. So let's see how a millennial answers the two questions I've been asking. Hello? Hi, Hannah. This is John. Hi. Hi. I'm glad we uh, could finally connect here. You're. I know, me too. You're a busy lady on a Tuesday night here. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's good. Hey, the reason I'm calling is I am working on uh, uh, a podcast episode for the middle of September. In fact, I'm recording this call now, if you don't mind. Uh, because oh, I, not a problem. Good. Uh, I, I just want to ask you two questions, and I'm, I've been contacting people that have appeared on the podcast um, previously. The first question is, 
what are you looking forward to? And the second question is, what are you dreading that's coming up? Huh. What am I looking forward to and what am I dreading? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. I am... Hmm. Uh, I'm really looking forward to just some, like, uh, new things in my life that are all kind of starting at once. So I'm taking three new classes in my oh. graduate program. Uh-huh. And uh, I got a new job as of yesterday. <laughs> really? Congratulations. <Yeah>. Thank you. <laughs> and... Uh, yeah, I'm also um, leading, uh, I get an opportunity to lead um, kind of like a, a, just like a program through my church. Um, and so that is kicking off mid-September. So those are the three things that are kind of coming up that are pretty, pretty new for me. And so I think I was ready for a change of pace. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, what was the what was the first thing I missed I, I missed it. I didn't quite hear correctly. Oh, um oh gosh, what was the first thing? Oh, just that I'm um starting three new classes oh, in my okay. graduate program. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Wow. So what's your new job? Um, it's actually at Moody Bible Institute and I'll be um doing um administration work in their counseling center. Cool. That's great. Thank you. That's great. And uh, I assume your is your graduate courses in counseling too. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Oh, that's wonderful. I'm really happy for I you. I know. I'm really happy Thank for you. you. Yeah. Cool. Thank you. Yeah, it's exciting. Um. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Well, what uh, is there anything that you're not looking forward to? Anything that that's coming <laughs> up that you're dreading? Hmm. Good question. Um. Hmm. I'm dreading. Hmm. That is a good question. I guess I would have to say. Um. It's kind of far off, but I know that you know, give it, you know, two or three months and I'll be very busy in the midst of everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so I guess I'm just dreading like, uh, late, late nights, you know, up spent on homework and like yeah. stress with that. And then like a lack of, um, just like time with friends or just like rest and relaxation. Yeah. 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 Well, that's certainly understandable. It's three new classes. You're taking them all at once. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness! And a yeah. new job. Whoa! I know. <laughs> the new job is luckily part time. <laughs> uh huh. Oh. Um, yeah. 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 But we'll have to see how it goes. Yeah. What kind? Of, what kind of classes are you taking? Um. So I'm taking um career counseling, uh-huh. um counseling skills, and uh. Marriage and family counseling. Wow, those are, those sound really interesting. Certainly very pra- certainly very practical things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Two of them started yesterday, and I really enjoyed my professors, and uh-huh. I think it's going to be a good fit. Yeah. Well, Thank you. Yeah. 
Well, that's great. Well, a couple of observations about my call to Hannah. You know, some people are very reflective and deliberate in how they answer questions. Like Hannah and some of the other guests, they may need more time than others to respond. So I need to give people the silence-filled space they need. In this call, I happen to catch Hannah at the start of a whole new exciting chapter in her life. Three new things coming up for her. What a, what a privilege to hear about it. And I was glad I asked the follow-up questions about the classes she was taking and her new job, because it gave me a better picture of what her life is going to be like in the next few months. Somehow, though, the end of the conversation got cut off, but we were almost at the end anyway. The next day after this conversation, I got an email from Hannah about something totally different. But she closed her email by referencing the conversation we had the day before. Here's what she said. Also, thanks so much for taking the time to catch up with me yesterday. It was just nice made me wonder why I don't call others more often for a short, simple conversation. Take care. What, what, a, what a sweet and encouraging thing. It really, really boosted my spirits when I read that. So what does all of this mean for you? You can also ask these same two questions of people and see the good that can happen. What are you looking forward to? And what are you dreading? or some version of it. Here, here's the main point that I do hope you remember from today's show. It's this. When you ask thoughtful questions of the important people in your life, you'll be surprised at all the good that can come from it. The joy they are soon to experience can overflow into your life, and you can share in it. I'd love to hear any thoughts you have about today's episode, so just send them to me in an email to john at caringforothers.org. Or you can share your thoughts in the leave a reply box at the bottom of the show notes. In closing, if you found this podcast helpful, please follow us wherever you get your podcast if you haven't already done so. I do hope your thinking was stimulated by today's show to both reflect and to act so that you will find the joy that God intends for you through your relationships. Because after all, you were made for this. That's all for today, and I really do look forward to connecting with you again next week. Goodbye for now.